Hello, everybody. Happy Sunday afternoon, even though there's no sun and it looked crappy outside. <laughs> but it's one more day that is uh, closer to that if we hit a cold spell, it's not going to last very long. No, that's the whole thing. Each day that it's, it's warmer than what it should be or whatever type thing is one more day closer to spring where it will be really warmer. So, and you know, but I really wish we'd get some snow. <laughs> I do too. But, I'm missing uh, it. Yeah. It just, uh, you know, it just looks so yucky outside. I feel mm-hmm. like even after the, I know the holidays have already passed, but I still feel like the holidays should be coming because we haven't, we didn't, we didn't have snow. Yeah. We haven't had a significant like. Yeah. No, I know it. It's just craziness. Oh, well. Uh, and your week is going okay? You made it to another Sunday? Yeah, I did. Yep, yep. But, and you did too, I can yes, see. Yes, we made yes. it to another Sunday. So We're alive is, and well. Yep. We're moving one foot in front of the other, so yeah. that's always good. Yeah. All right. Uh, say, uh, Doggy Depot coming up at Union Depot, February 2nd from 10 to 2. Um, I'm going to be on stage there answering Q- questions, Q&As, and you can bring your dogs down there. Now, make sure that if you do come with your puppers, guys, I mean, it's a zoo. It's it's nuts. It's fun. But the thing is, is there are a lot of dogs that cannot handle that much people and stuff going on so really understand your dog all right whether he it is very congestive all right if you do come you leave those retractable leashes at home okay folks and if anything you keep your dog on a four-foot leash all right and some of the little dogs you might even just want please carry them or put them in a buggy or something because those little dogs will be getting stepped on and just getting overwhelmed with all the congestion so but it is a lot of fun and uh january 15th is the last day that you can sign your dog up to be uh uh, the King Boreas, uh, King of the Dogs, and then the Queen of Snows. So go to mytalk1071.com and then click on events. And you can, there. T- there's a Doggy Depot, a Uni Depot. You can click on that and you can uh, go ahead and register, set a picture in because they're going to start judging on January 18th. So anyway, so give that a shot if you want to think your dog and is up for being king or queen. All right, but if you plan on coming, it's a zoo. It's great fun, a lot of cool vendors. Uh, but if your dog has any kind of like shy or just kind of like, oh my goodness gracious, where am I? You leave that dog at home. Bringing them to a place like that will not make them um, any friendlier. It'll make them more spaced out. <laughs> and if you have a dog that uh, goes into overdrive with a lot of you know stuff going on around them, leave that dog at home. This is not a place for that dog. If a dog that's just happy, like, well, here we are, that's the type of personality that you bring to something like this. But it's at Union Depot, February 2nd, and it's from uh, 10 to 2. And so it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Nutrisource will be there, and they'll be handing out a couple hundred bags of uh, with uh, samples and such like that in. So that'll be cool. All right, and then uh, here's a, a shout out that we need. I got an email from uh, Fairview Hospital, their hospice volunteers and such. Um, the the Fairview Home Care and Hospice is looking for certified pet therapy volunteers. And uh, there's a major shortage and a huge demand for it. So if you have a therapy or a certified therapy dog, you might want to look into this. What you're going to do is go to fairview.org slash hospice volunteer or call the volunteer department at 612-728-4042 all right but anyway so they're looking for uh like i said for more therapy dogs in the minneapolis st paul area the demand is greater than ever which is great but we don't have enough volunteers to go around to these hospitals and patients that so want to see furry friends we all know the benefits of animals especially animals to brighten anybody's day so if you if you have a certified therapy dog 
Well, please give them a holler. And if you uh, remember, you can catch this on the podcast and uh, listen to it to get the information. Or you can give me a holler up at Katie's Canine, and I can get it to you too. So, so they're looking for therapy uh, dogs for hospice and fa- uh, Fairview Home Care. Okay. All right. So I pass that along. There we go. And then a little soapbox today. I'm going to be taking your questions. Be here till six. <laughs> but uh, I, let's see. Where do I start? Okay, uh, a person, uh, uh, elderly person <laughs> that she knew, the dog had been throwing up for, it's a teddy bear, you know, just a small dog, like five pounds. Okay, the dog had been throwing up for a couple of days, brought it to their, their vet, her vet. The, the vet said, oh, the dog is perky, whatever type thing, take it home, don't feed it for 24 hours, and I'll should be fine. Well, this gals, you know, uh, knows this dog, and she says, I'm coming over to take a look. Well, she's like, no, something's wrong. So she brings this dog to her vet up in Forest Lake, and, uh, uh, and, you know, it's uh, Saturday morning, they, you know, they close at noon and it's, it's, uh, a North shore vet up in Forest Lake. And what happened was, is that usually this is the heads up on this folks. If a dog is throwing up on and off, not just the bile, but you know, throwing up on and off, there's usually a blockage. They swallowed something or it's called an intersusception, you know, where, um, the intestines back over itself and cause a blockage. All right. So every time you have to do, you have to do an x-ray to see what's going on. Now, sometimes the x-ray, the way, whatever is going through the system might have turned wrong where you might not catch it in the x-ray. So an ultrasound might be in order. But anyway, so, uh, but like I said, if they're throwing up, because as it's moving through the intestinal, as it turns, one time it'll co- complete, do a complete blockage where the dog will throw up. And then it'll do a parked parcel blockage because it's kind of like, you know, instead of vertical, it's horizontal. So it's not a total blockage. All right. But this dog is, this dog is still in, in, in deep doo-doo. So anyway, so they bring, she brings her up to social vet. And Dr. Tracy, bless her soul, she is uh, is an angel right now. Okay, so she brings this dog up there, and they take a, uh, an X-ray, and sure as bananas, major major blockage. Okay, so then you know the the clinic was going to be closing at noon, and so then they you know they called down to the ER and said you know you know what's the estimate for this? You know what they told her? Six thousand dollars. What? Six thousand dollars for oh this blockage. Oh my gosh. Okay. So the thing is is that now this gal that brought the dog in for a friend, all right? Uh, uh she is uncontrollably this dog is only a year old. And you know, money should not constitute if the dog stays or leaves. But six thousand flipping dollars, excuse me, and you that has to be paid for before you get your dog. You know, put it on a credit card or whatever type thing. Okay, so that irritates the crap out of me. Number one is that this, and it's just like I understand in the human world, it is, you know, it's just as bad as far as how much it costs. But luckily we have insurance. And yes, there is insurance out there, you know, that you can get dogs. But most of those companies, if you don't pay attention and read between the lines, that can take you for a ride too. So that's why, like I said, first of all, $6,000. So this gal is just literally sobbingly hysterically because, you know, it's, I can't afford $6,000. And so anyway, so God bless Tracy, Dr. Tracy Stoll up at Seoul, up in um, uh, North Shore Vet. She said, you know what, I'll see if I can get a team together. We close at noon. And so Dr. Tracy did the surgery on this dog and saved this dog's life. So they, thank you for her for stepping up to the plate, you know, coming in after hours. And I'm sorry, I wish more vets would do that just for the fact that, you know, I, that that's where these EERs have come in because a lot of vets got tired to be, they have no life. And I get that, you know, you've gone to years and years of school, you owe a lot of money for, you know, uh, 
uh, education. And then now if you have your own clinic, you own a lot, you know, you go for a lot of the equipment in there. I, you know, I get the picture. I get the picture. But you also got to understand is that um, a death sentence shouldn't come to a dog because the per the human you know, cannot afford it. And, and so, like I said, God bless Dr. Stacy up in North Shore. So anyway, so they did it and the dog is doing fine. So, you know, and, and it probably might cost maybe 1500 to $2,000 compared to $6,000. So, uh, you know, I just don't understand. And I understand all at this ER, you know, all the ERs that are around town, you know, I understand they got the, the best of the best. They got a great staff. I, I get this, but you know what, you know, people, let's not out, out price where it comes down to the human having to make a price, you know, because they cannot afford it to let their pet go. So then it got me to thinking, is that, you know what I wish somebody would come up with? And I wish I had more time and maybe someday I'll have more energy and time. But anyway, is to create a, a nonprofit where people can donate it to help out with vet bills for people that don't have and have it. I know there's other organizations out there, but you know, I'm sorry, but like at any vet hospital, you know, regular vet clinic and at the ERs that are around the city that they should have access to these and then be able to go to there to like this gal, you know, getting a 6,000. Well, you know, here we can contact this place, this place, this place and see how much they can, you know, chip in and see what your bottom line would be that they should be doing the work for that, that, um, humans, you know, you know, because you're distraught, your pet is, you know, on the line, you know, you, you know what I mean? There's so much emotions going on. And so that's why we're the, the industry itself should step up and then try to get it to all to come together. Or like I say, create a, non, a nonprofit where, and myself, I don't know if anybody else does this, but if I have a vet bill, I usually pay a hundred dollars more than what it is. And the reason is, is that I say, put it in your slush fund for somebody that can't afford you know, that needs help with their bill. And I, hopefully they do that. You know, I'm doing, that's it. really nice of you. Well, but no, it's a no brainer though. You know what I mean? And a hundred bucks isn't going to break me. And it might save, yeah. you know, somebody, but else. not a lot of people would think about that. Well, and I'm like, hopefully bring to it, you, yeah. bring it to people's light. You know what I mean? I know yeah. it's outrageous. I get it. That most is like, Oh, another hundred dollars. But you know what? You might be helping somebody. It might be somebody else's angel. So the thing is, is I didn't say that to toot my own horn. It's just I want to, you know, keep people thinking because it shouldn't come down to she was going to put this dog down, you know, until Dr. Tracy stepped up to the plate and said, hey, let's see what we can do. And so that was, you know, phenomenal is what it was. So anyway, so somebody could start a nonprofit, whereas you, you know, you know how you do fundraisers for humane societies and stuff like that. You do fundraisers for what would be like the slush fund to help, you know, pay defray bills if your dog winds up in ER or like, or even at a vet where that, you know, now all of a sudden it's five, six thousand dollars is that, you know, that I don't know how it work. I, you know, like I said, it, but it, I, there, something needs to come into play there. And I know there are organizations out there, but then it should be the vets and the ERs that have have them on hand that before they say it's going to be $6,000 and have that person melt, you know, that you $6,000, but this is what, you know, and you know, we can get some from here, 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 here. So your, you know, your cost is going to be maybe 2000. All right. So anyway, so let's talk more about this. And if you got any questions uh, for me, please call 651-641-1071-651-641-1071. Be back. Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Katie K9 here. I'm here every Sunday, 4 to 6 p.m. Every Sunday. And I want to thank you all for sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. Okay, let's head to the phone lines. And if you got a question, give a holler at 
Six, wait a minute, six, five, one, then six, <laughs> yeah. four, one, and then one, oh, seven, one. Right. Okay. Who's up yes. that first? We're going to talk to Michelle and Michelle has a question about doggy daycare versus just leaving your dog at home. Okay. Hi, Michelle. Hey, Katie. This is Michelle, formerly of Duluth, Minnesota. We've chatted before. Now I live in Shoreview. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Had to move closer to take your classes. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, here's my situation. Um, Mika is four years old. Uh, Lab boxer still thinks she's a baby. Very high energy. Um, I work full time. My husband is retired. He is going in for surgery and rehab and will be gone three weeks. Okay. So my question is, she is kennel trained here in our house, um, doesn't spend a lot of time in the kennel, but she's comfortable. Okay. Is it better for me to leave her during the day in the kennel up to 10 hours a day versus taking her to a daycare facility? Um, there's no way that she could, there's a break in there in the 10 hours that somebody can, you know, come in halftime and let Likely her Likely not. Likely really? not. Okay. Yeah. Not, not a neighbor or a friend or somebody? Well, not that I've got through so far, but... Okay. Uh, because, uh, yeah, 10 hours is way too long for any dog to be in a kennel. You know, eight hours is pushing it. And so that's why I would start the money well spent to find out, you know, check around your neighborhood or your church or whatever type thing and see if you can get somebody to come in, you know, at a half hour, just let her, you know, at a half hour, half, half time, you know, you know, at a half time, you know, like five hours or whatever, let her out, let her stretch her legs and da, 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 da. Uh, the doggy daycare, has she ever been to one? She has. She has, okay. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, because I, I, I'm not a big nut, I, you know, if you're going to do dog and daycare, maybe two days a week, if that. Because okay. what happens to teach the dogs is to be more dogs and a little bit more crazy. Yeah. Is what it does. Even though, yeah, I, I understand. Oh, yeah, they're having fun playing, but they tend a tendency to start being more pushy, too. Okay. But that anyway, so, but that's three weeks that that you're looking for help, correct? Yeah. What do, what do you think about if I contained her, like, say, to the kitchen? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not used to that, but... Okay. Well, you could try um, it, try it before you need it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. see how she does, and see if she handles. Okay. You know, have a TV on, a radio on. Right. You know, so right. yeah, gives them the, the, that somebody's home. All right. Yeah. And so, uh, but I would you could try that then because that obviously, as far as though, that's a long time to hold potty. But yeah. you know, some dogs could do it. And my Zelda did it. She, you know, yeah. she had, didn't have to do it very often. Right. But uh, it, it can be done. So, uh, okay. But, like I said, but I would just kind of check around you because now, how long you've been down here? Uh, two months. Two months, okay. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you're just kind of learning that. And, you know, check, there's some, um, you know, Google, like, there's what, what area are you in? Your Shoreview? Shoreview, yeah. Because there's some pet sitters that will come and, you know, let dogs in and out and stuff like that. So yeah, go- that's go- a good idea. Yeah, Google's, uh, Google some pet sitters. Uh, and then, uh, it, like I said, interview them and see what your thoughts are and such like that. Okay. And, uh, or, or like I say, like your neighbors or whatever type thing. And just, that's one way to get to know neighbors. Say, hey, yeah. can you help me yeah. out? <laughs> but, okay. Okay. So anyway, right. welcome to the shore view. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You yeah, bet. appreciate it. Okay. okay take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. You don't want to leave a, a dog in a kennel longer than eight hours of pushing it. It really is. And so it's just like I ask people, can you hold it for eight hours for 10 hours? You know, so. So I appreciate her at least trying to get some input and then looking at the big picture and trying to figure it out. That's the best way. Instead of just doing it, here you are. Ten hours in the story and that deal with it. <laughs> so anyway, okay, who's up next? Okay, we're going to talk to Jerry. And Jerry has a, qu- a couple of questions about boosters and Spain. All right. Hi, Jerry. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. How about you? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you have? I have two new Bernie mini Bernie Doodles. Okay. How and- old are they? Um, they're about 13, 14 weeks. Okay. 
and I've had them for like a week. All right. And my question is, I already took them to the vet because you have to take them in right away, mm-hmm. you know, for the first week. Mm-hmm. Or they're not guaranteed. Okay. Um, anyway, um, my question is about boosters because I'm told, don't give the booster, give the booster. Mm-hmm. And I did get one booster, and then now the breeder just um, wrote to me a little while ago, and she said, um, her vet said, don't, you don't need to give the booster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm confused. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Uh, there's a lot of info out there. And what you have to do, remember, I'm not a vet. I could just try to steer you in the right direction. And then you have to right. empower yourself by reading and then okay. make your own decisions. Now, one All thing right. I am an advocate against is having the rabies shot done with any other shots. I want the rabies oh. shot all by itself because the rabies okay. shot is the one that is the hardest on the dog's system because it affects their neuro- neurological system. So what Ooh, I've been okay. told through the holistic industry is that if you can ha- make sure that if you get, when, it, when it's time for the rabies and the older the dog is, the better for them. You know, if you can wait till they're eight, nine months before you give a rabies shot or whatever type thing. But anyway, it's up to yourself. But anyway, okay. so, so um, and then also you got to remember now, you got to look into like the Lyme shot. Everybody wants to hear, got to have pound this disease into them. Who else gets yeah. Lyme? We do. Is there a shot for us? No. Why? Because it's not, uh, it's not safe. So you might want to think about your Lyme shot and just every spring have them tested for Lyme. You know, they draw, it's called a snap test. You know, you draw blood okay. and test for antiplasmosis, which is a tick disease. They test for heartworm and then they test for Lyme disease. Okay, so you okay. might want to do that. If it comes up positive, you treat, no problem. All right. Uh, the latest okay. shot that they're trying to push at us is a leptospirosis. All right. Yeah, what's need, that? Yeah, you need to read up on that. And so the thing is, and then you decide. Uh, I live on a farm and see leptospirosis is usually like, uh, for a better way, a quicker way to explain it, let's say uh, cow peas, okay? And then okay. it rains, and now there's a puddle, and a dog comes and drinks out of that. There may or may not be less posporosis in that. It's more, you know, possibility if you have a farm, you know, than like a city dog. But anyway, yeah. so what you need to do is, uh, you know, check up on that. I have lived on my farm for 36 years, and I have never done a lepto shot. And so that's just my okay. person, okay? Now, you got a piece yeah. of paper and a pencil? Um, Here, I can grab one here quick. Because you've got to do your due diligence here before you do anything before, yes, beyond I this do. point. Yes, I do. I'm just kind of a little bit sickened by it because I think I'm not home right this minute. Uh-huh. But I'm a little bit sick about it because I gave, um, took her, them in, both of them, and um, they both had, I don't know, I think, if I'm not mistaken, one of those lepo shots. And they mm-hmm. want a second one. Yeah. They give her a board of tell. They gave him board of tell, and they want a second one. And I'm like, No, you don't need oh, board of tell is- either. You don't need board of tell. That's a that's a nuisance. That's kind of like just getting a cold, okay? And so the thing yeah. is, there's so many different strains of cold that the board of tell shot is basically worthless. All right. So yeah. The thing is, is that just if the dog gets it, you just you know uh, bump up your pro your digestive enzymes. So if they had pro- if they had one shot, I shouldn't have to do another no, one. You don't have to. Nope. Nope. nope All right. Nope. Good. Okay. Okay. okay good. So okay. what you're going to do is you're going to yeah, you're going to read the book shock. To the system, shock okay. to the system by O'Driscoll, capital O D R I S C O L L. That's a must okay. first, okay? I will. <laughs> then yeah. another, uh, then a, a, a website you're going to go to, then you're going to enter in vaccinations for puppies, okay? okay. And what you're going to go to is dogs, naturally, magazine.com. 
dogsnaturallymagazine.com. Enter uh, okay. puppy vaccinations or just vaccinations in general. The rabies show. Just, it, just keep entering them. they got articles like you wouldn't believe. You're going to read, oh, okay. read, read, and then you're going to make your decisions, and you're going to be okay with them, okay? If a okay. vet pushes things at you and you're uncomfortable, just say, you know what, I'll take that under advisement and I'll get back to you, and then just walk, mm-hmm. and then either find a vet that will work for you and not be so p- pushy. All right, okay. because like yep. I said, there there there's nice ones out there that are, will work with you. But providing too that you've done some homework, so you're not just saying Katie Canine says that's the three yeah. v- words that vets hate. And so yep. uh, because I want you to empower yourself and say, oh, know why you're doing what you're doing. All right, yeah. I truly believe shots are good for the life of the dog, and the only shot that is. Uh, required by law is rabies, and that's every three years. All right, and you can still right. you can still do a titer test on that. And in Minnesota, okay. as long as your dog has showed that it has one rabies shot, let's say your dog you know does bite somebody or whatever, and so mm-hmm. anyway, they're going to want to quarantine him for ten you know ten days, and then mm-hmm. he's not foaming at the mouth. Okay, now they're going to insist you get a rabies shot, and they, you just move on. Okay, and so okay. the so the thing is, is that yeah, there's a lot for you to learn and to go from there. Okay. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Okay. Well, because, you want to hold on because um, I got I do some, a lot. Of, yeah. yeah. You want to hold on because I got another thing too I want to bring up with you. Okay. Which yep. has more courage, a rock or a tree? Which has more courage, a rock or a tree? <laughs> that would be me. Thanks for tuning in to the Katie K9 show. Greatly appreciate it. And thank you for all the callers. If it wasn't for you callers, then I would be talking to Carly a lot. And <laughs> Which is not bad. No, it's not. But it, it, it's, it's nice, nice to, to hear other voices. Yeah, it's nice to mix it up every once in a while. Exactly. Yeah. Which has more courage, a rock or a tree? Uh, a tree. A rock because it's bolder. Oh, okay. All right. right. I like it. Okay. Right. I, I'll okay. give you that one. That one was Thank good. You. That was Thank good. You. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. Come Very again. good. Very Come good. Again. All right. Okay. Let's go back to Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Hi. Hi. Okay. So <laughs> now you had another question before I asked you a couple other things. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, the heartworm too. Okay. I want to know, do, do they need to be on the heartworm? Okay. That's another thing. When you go to that website that I gave you, she's got awesome yeah. articles on heartworm. Okay. Now okay. me, I live in Hugo, land of 10,000 yeah. bogs and ponds, millions right. of mosquitoes. <laughs> I have never done right. heartworm. Never. And I, but okay. I get them checked. Okay. Every spring, okay. have them checked. So in case something does come up, I'm right on top of it and away I go. Some people get so okay. nervous about not doing heartworm meds. Uh, they just don't, you know what I mean? They just are like a cat and a hot tin roof. That they'll have the dog tw- checked twice a, a year, every six months, oh. you know, to see if, mm-hmm. you know, they got the heartworm larva. So, so yeah, I'm again. in Arizona, but even still. Uh huh. Okay. I'm, yeah. Okay. I don't, I, I just don't, I've never really given mine any. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so just that because. I've had. Yeah. So the thing is, yeah. you need to educate yourself on what you're going to put in or on. I don't put any chemicals in or, in my, in or on my dogs that I will not put in or on myself. Why would I? Perfect. Why would mm-hmm. I let them succumb to the chemical crap that's out there? Right. Their, right. Know, their lifespan is a fraction <laughs> of ours. <laughs> and then, my, right, my second question was about what age would you have them spayed? Anytime after six months. I don't believe in the, anything okay. under that, but, you know, six to eight months, ten months. Most domestic dog will not come into heat until about, you know, nine, ten months. That's when they, it's a possibility, but a lot of them can make it to a year. And so you can go oh. anywhere from, you know, six to eight, nine months. It's totally up to yourself. And there's a lot of, okay. you know, hubba on, on spaying and neutering now. Just They always got to rehash stuff. And so there again, that right. website that I gave you, it's got, you can put that in there and you can make decisions about that. Okay. Okay. 
Now, mm-hmm. okay, because you got two puppies, I need to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the bu- the big bummer about getting everybody says, you know, getting two puppies so they have somebody to play with and blah, 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 blah. Double the yeah. fun, double the trouble. Who peed over there? Was it you or you? But the bigger <laughs> yeah. thing is, is that they bond to each other and not to you Ooh. if you don't do things correctly. And correctly oh. means is that right now they have to spend a lot of time apart. Separate walks, separate car rides, separate play times. They can come together, you know, whereas, you know, and play with each other here and there. But and what um, what we're looking for is let's say the two are playing and you walk into the okay. room. OK, now they're going to both mm-hmm. run to you like, oh, you're here. OK, now yep. you know how the bonding is completed to you, that if they are both vying for your attention and totally don't know, recognize each other. All right. Oh, but if right okay. now, if you walk into the room. You know, they come racing to you. They'll go, hi, 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 hi. And then it's kind of yep. like, okay, we said hi, now let's go play. And they'll leave you, okay? Yep. And so, or And so now that tells you you're secondary and you're not primary. And so this Ooh. bonding can take up to, you know, six months. You know what I mean? till they're six months old, seven months old. Because once it's complete, the bonding is complete to you, then it doesn't make any difference anymore. You can all li- live together, sleep together, whatever. It doesn't matter. But you have to get it right now at this time. All right. Okay. And so that's and so what, should I put them in separate kennels? You betcha. Yep. Okay. And then whereas they could be either next to each other, you know, I would avoid facing each other, but you know, where they're both looking out at the exact same thing, you know. Yep. And they may mm-hmm. whine, they may cry. Oh well, that's too bad. That's just part of growing up. You have to be you're grow, you're growing teaching them to be individuals, independent okay. and to mm-hmm. bond to you. All right. And, okay. and uh, the best thing that would be is, I don't know if your house is conducive to this. I'm a total believer in a dog staying in a carry crate in your bedroom at night until they're about five months old. Because sleeping oh, okay. in the same room is part of the bonding process because the dog gets used to your smells, your sounds, and such like oh. that. And this way here, okay. you can put one on one side of the bed, one on the other side of the bed. So now they're separate, yeah. but yet they're okay. in the same room. And so anyway, so you got to really start working on this where one's in a crate, one you're playing with. Now, don't obviously play with that one in front of that other one in the crate. You know what I mean? Okay. What you do yeah. is you take them outside, go a different room, and the one that's left behind is going to have a hissy fit about it at the beginning because it's like, hey, mm-hmm. wait a minute, what about me? Okay, because remember, right. you've got to earn the, you've got to earn that their respect and their trust and so that they start bonding to you and not to each other. And so, like I say, you're going to keep doing this separate car rides, separate walks, separate play times, come together, play once in a while here and there, and then back to being separate again. If you got more people in your house, somebody's got one on a leash at one end of the house. One's got the other one on a leash at the other end of the oh, house. Okay. And so then that way there, they, and then you can switch dogs. You take that one, the, the one you had goes over that way. <laughs> you know, yeah, so, okay. Okay. Yeah. So then that way there, they're learning to be about the people and the humans in their life instead of just each other. All right. Okay. And then if they and I start, do have a third dog too. Okay. Just so you know. Okay. And so yeah. then you got to make sure they don't bond to that dog. And so that's oh. why they can come and play with that dog, you know, one on one, not both well, of she's them. She's old, and but she does play with them. So. Okay, but you only let them play one on one. Don't put two okay. pups on an older dog. That's inhumane. <laughs> okay. Yep, yep. They need and to respect her. You yep. bet. And so, and then if she gives you that look like, make them go away, then it's time, you know, time out. You know, give the pup a time out, bring out the other one later or whatever type thing. You've got to okay. be teach what you do and do not allow in your house. All right. Okay. As the pups yep. are playing, if they're starting to ramp it up, you step in. Hey, hey, be nice. 
Be nice. Okay. And then, you uh-huh. know, if you have to, put them, give them a timeout to settle down, you know, in their kennels. Then once they've settled yep. down, bring them out, try it again. And so you've got to set the rules up and so what you will and yep. will not allow instead of just saying, well, they get so rough. Well, yeah, because you're allowing it. <laughs> yep. Okay. okay. And so, but yeah. you've got to really work on this individual between, so the dogs bond to you. Yeah, I'm so glad not, that I yep, mentioned that and, to you. Yeah, and not bond to each other and to your existing dog. All right. Okay. It's a pain in and the it butt. Takes I a long time, but well, yeah. you know. But like I said, if you do it right and you're very diligent about it, yeah. Hopefully by six, six and a half months, you know, age, you know how old they are, that yeah. it's completed, and so you are you done good. But it just okay, depends that's if you good to know. Yeah, but you just got to and see. That's why when people get two puppies, I just oh, it's just like <laughs> God, you don't get this, and they don't. Most people don't understand it until all of a sudden, as a dog's age, and one of the pups something happens to it, and all of a sudden, you know, it, it dies, and there's one pup left, and all of a sudden you're looking at that pup going, "Who are you?" Because that you didn't realize oh. how much that pup was taking the leadership from that other dog, you know, that he grew up with, that you were secondary yeah. and not primary. And now all of a sudden yeah. you've got a dog that's a, uh, like, uh, just has no confidence, no nothing, and, you know, things are oh, not yeah. good. So, and if you go to dog training, one, you take one with you, one stays home. All right. Oh, and okay. so you don't bring them, yeah. you know, you like I say, as many individual things as you possibly can. So the dogs look to you for direction and you become their rock. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you got other questions, just give me a holler up at Katie's Canines. Okay. I will. Thanks. Hey, kiddo. You betcha. I do have a puppy right. class starting at the end of January here. <laughs> well, I'm in Arizona. Otherwise, oh. I'd be there. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Well, what's it like down in Arizona? I'm from Minnesota. I'm oh, okay. from Minnesota. Okay. But, um, I moved to Arizona. Oh, what's the temperature right. down there? Uh, 60. 60. And I bet you everybody's complaining about it, too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's got jackets on. Oh, good gravy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for the call. Yeah. Okay. okay. And thank then you go to okay. that dogs naturally, and they've got a lot of ways to repel fleas and ticks, or fleas especially, oh, naturally, good. so you don't have to do all that garbage, okay? Oh, good. Thank but, you. But, yeah, just email me or whatever and if you've got any questions. All right. Perfect. You better take care. Good luck. Bye-bye. Right. You, too. Thanks. All right. Got to holler. I mean, got to holler. Ha! Ah! Yeah, 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 really. He got a question. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's up next? Okay, we're going to talk to Christy. And Christy has a question about um, her puppy or dog is reg- regressing with the potty. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Christy. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. And what kind of puppy do we have? Um, She's a rescue Um, from... A Native American um, reservation mm-hmm. out in South Dakota. I know, so but what does she look like? What does she um, closely resemble? Uh, Golden Lab, German Shepherd, and Husky. Okay. Yeah, that and sounds she, about right. What comes off the reses. Yeah. Yeah, our vets, like, they could be their own breed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how old? She's three. Three years old? Yep. And how uh, long have you... what about we know, about right. three, three and a half. And how long have you had her? Um... She was about, I would say, four months when we got her. Oh, okay. Okay, so now she's regressing and potty trained. So has there been any changes in the house? Like you no. added on, some people came, some people left, a new no. pet, lost a pet? No. Okay, no. so what's going on? Piddle, doo-doo, both? What? Both. Mostly, um, she's mostly peeing, and she will ask to go outside. Okay. We let her out, and um, I've been watching her. Now, like since she's been, then she'll like come in and then she'll just squat and she kind of goes in the same spot on the carpet okay. and will pee. Um, 
and then I don't say anything, and I walk her back outside, kind of like when we were potty training her, like that's what we would do. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when she poops inside, that's more rare. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's usually our fault. Like, we didn't listen, you know, she went to the door or we weren't home. Mm -hmm. Um, She has... She was kennel trained, but then she, like, suddenly got anxiety and just would dig and dig and dig and just be panicked being in the kennel. What kind of kennel? Do you have the plastic type or the all wire? The wire. Okay, and most then we dogs hate. put a blanket hate. over it. Yeah. Put a blanket over it. And then she pulled it. it. More. Um, no, she actually didn't. She mm-hmm. just um, would dig at the bottom Okay, of it. right. Um, the reason, and, see, the all wire kennels, I, I wish everybody in the right, everybody that had got one of these would go into them themselves. They have a very loud noise in there. It's very echoey. I don't oh, care if you okay. got blankets or whatever type thing. It's very echoey. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not calming at all. And so that's why the majority of dogs that start hating kennels is because they're in a wire kennel. Okay. Okay. The only thing that is uh, uh, different to that, like if you got a person that is a show dog or a dog that has been moved around, they've kind of just learned to just tune things out. But the average Mm -hmm. house dog just wants the plain old plastic kennel. All right. Okay. And so anyway, because like I said, those other ones are just too loud, too noisy. Can you hold on a sec? You got to run and then come back. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Where do you learn? Wait a minute. That's not the one I want. What did the banana put? Why did the banana put sunscreen on? Why did the banana put sunscreen on? We'll be back. Carly beat popping around the other side of the glass. There she goes. Heck of a deal. You know, it's kind of chilly in here. I don't know if maybe I'm getting sick and I'm feeling chilly. I don't know. It's crazy. I'm hunkering down in here. But anyway. It's okay. usually usually cold in here, too. So I just like up the heater. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah. then I put it down when I leave. That way people don't know that I'm a freeze baby there over here. Go. There you go. What did the banana, why did the banana put on sunscreen? I think I know this one because it didn't want to peel. Exactly. Yeah. Because it was starting to peel. It was starting to peel. But, but it, yeah. either or. You done Same date, thing, date, date, right? You yeah. Lucky Woo. you. Good job. Good job. I know. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm starting to catch on to yeah. these things. Your kid brain's kicking Yeah, in. it is. You so, go. you know, you're warming me up for tomorrow. Knocking down a couple levels. There. Yeah. There <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. Let's go back. Where are you there? We're with Christy. Christy? Yes. Okay. Okay. So then um, now... Usually when a dog backs the slides in potty training, it's usually either because there's something wrong inside, you know, maybe a UT, in, you know, infection or whatever. And so I'd write, I'd like to have things make sure that it, that is the pro and not the problem. You know what I mean? Uh, at three years old, if you'd ever, you know, uh, you should always have when the dogs are younger, a complete blood profile done, including mm-hmm. thyroid test, just so that it, as a dog is healthy, you, you have a, a base to work from as the dog goals. But otherwise, if you want to just, just try it first, just reiterating potty training is what you're going to do. You're not going to give that dog any, any for the next two to three weeks, no freedom in your house whatsoever. So what's going to happen is now when you're going to take her out to go potty, you take her out on a 15, 20 foot line, you stand mm-hmm. still, you tell her what you want. Go potty, go potty. Potty, go potty. When she goes, just very calmly go, good potty, thank you, good potty. Do not say good girl. That makes them all nutsy in the headsy, all right? <laughs> and so they can't concentrate on what you're trying to teach them, which is a word good pot, or potty, and this is where I need you to put it. Now you see it done. Okay, maximum time outside is two minutes. If she doesn't get her business done, you wait, uh, bring her back in, wait a minute or two, take her back out, try it again. All right. And so then what you're going to do now for the first next two weeks, she's going to be if she's not in her kennel. 
Okay, then she is on a leash tied to somebody. She does not have freedom in the house. All right, okay. and if you don't have time, then she's in her kennel. And so then, then the third week, you're gonna let her drag the nylon leash around the house, but she has to stay in the same room as you. All right. Okay. If she tries to leave the room, uh uh-uh, uh, get back here, come on. And so you're gonna be more mindful on when you take her out on how she processes her food and her water. Because the main time that they have to go potty is first thing in the morning, right when they wake up from a nap, right after they get done playing, and 10, 15 minutes after they get eating or drinking. That's mm-hmm. the main time that they have to release. All right. Okay. And so that's what you wanna be more mindful. And so if you wanna try to start reiterating potty training, you know, teach her what it's called and where to put it. And if it seems like it's not coming together fast enough, then you want to have, you know, a UT, you know, have her urine checked. And then I, while she's there, what the heck, I do a blood pro- profile. Okay. Okay. And so mm-hmm. we want to rule out insides of that. But usually there's a trigger. Like maybe it was windy, rainy, and clement. Well, I can't say snow. We haven't had snow in eons. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and so usually there's some kind of trigger that they backslide. And so that's what, what we got to do is we got to try to get them being mindful on reiterate it, teach them not, ah, potty goes outside. Now, when you clean it up inside, you're going to use anti-icky poo, anti-icky poo. There's the best okay. stuff on the market. It's more expensive, but there's a reason because it's a natural enzyme that changes the chemical compound of urine. Okay. And so then once it dries, it kind of crystallizes and then you vacuum it all up. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. you, you know, obviously you blot up, you know, get it as dry as you can before you put the anti-icky poo on mm-hmm. and then you put that on. Then when that's dry after a couple of days, then go and vacuum it up or, you okay. know, if you, if you want to. Uh, um, I use a ah, you know, uh, yeah, a shampoo. I use a shampoo on my carpets, you know, type thing. You know, mm-hmm. after I do that process, then I shampoo my carpet because I have the, you know, have one, and then uh, yeah, and then I vacuum. So, so okay. it's up to what process you want to do, but that's it. So, so when they go backslide like that, then stop. What food are you feeding? Um, uh, totally lost it. The one that you. Tell people to get <laughs> uh, Nutris- the one that's made in Minnesota. Oh, Nutrisource! Yay! Yeah, good job. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember what kind. I mix them up. Okay, good, yeah. good, good, good. I Alicia mixing it up. up. That's good. Okay, so at least you're not feeding something low grade, so that could be a culprit sometime too. But so that's what it is. Just try to re- get re- get her head rethinking again. Now, just reorganize her, give her you know restrict her space, and then eventually by the fourth week you can let her drag the leash all the way around the house, and then hopefully the fifth week you can undo the leash and then all is well if she does okay. if she can go eight days with no accidents she's got it and then if she does relapse then mm-hmm. just do it one week she she's tied to you one week she drags it third week she's off all right okay just reiterate it's that first one we just want to make a good impression in her head all right okay so teach her what it's called and where to put it all right Sounds okay good. kid take Thank care you so much you bet bye-bye, bye-bye. all right yeah, that's a, you know, potty training is, that's why number most dogs are being given up because of that. And little dogs, I'm sorry, because I have two little of them, a 10 pounder, a three pounder, you know, I'm sorry, but the three pounder, especially, I mean, she's got the, you know, a bladder of a pee, you know, she can right. literally go outside, you know, and then, you know, what she pees is like the size of a pee. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and an hour and a half later, there's another little pee drip in my kitchen floor. You know, she doesn't yeah. get pr- have access to the living room unless I'm there. Then she can sit on my lap or whatever type thing. Yeah, because that's, I'm not going to ask for trouble. <sighs> so it's just the way it is. You know, Gilligan's fine. He's 10 pounds and he he's fine. So. Yeah. But she is, she, but now, you know, Ethel, I think she's, well, 
I can't believe she is, but if they if she they were right when I first got her, yeah. she should be fourteen now. Oh 14 wow! Years. Yeah, and when they get older anyway, they have a hard time with their bladder and stuff right. like that. Yeah. So, so we'll see. And what kind of dog is that? Ethel's not well. Technically, she's a toy poodle. Okay, but okay, but most people call her a teacup poodle. But there's oh, no okay. such thing as a teacup poodle. Okay, they're standard miniature. Yeah. and toy. Okay, all right. And so she's a really, really, really small. She's toy. just really, really small. Yes. Okay, and got so, it. Yeah. Don't Very. tell her, but she's getting a bath tomorrow. <laughs> Hope she's not listening. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It depends if dad's got a son or not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Funny. What's up? Okay. Uh, we can start with our next caller okay. really quick. Um, we're going to go to Sue. Sue has a question about um, her boy cat that got fixed, but is still kind of, um, you know, attacking things, I hmm. guess. All righty then. And then she also has a food question. Okay. Hey, Sue, how you doing? Good, Katie. How are you? Good, good. How old's your boy cat? Okay, they were born in May. We got them fixed in November. Okay. We got a boy. I got a boy and a girl and their brother and sister. Okay. Okay. So we had two girls until I found him. <laughs> yeah, Surprise! Well, that was a shock. Because <laughs> it all looks the same when they're little. But, oh, you got that right. <laughs> um. At, now, just in the last couple of weeks here, he's been on her all the time. Okay. And mm-hmm. I don't know, is it testosterone not, you know, out uh, of them yet? Or? Okay, you said he got fixed in November? Okay, and they're both fixed, correct? Yep, yep. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So what you just got to do is when he does that, you know, <clears throat> I use my word for cats is, you know, that. Right. Okay, and I'll clap my hands and go, wrong. Okay, or I use a gla- uh, water spray bottle. I use the water all yep. the time. Okay, and so, and then what you want to do is redirect him. You know, get the laser light out for him or something. Yep, get him yep. onto something else is what you want to do. That's a and good he's idea. Just, yeah, he's just being a butthead, you know, a youngster, you know, kind of like even feeling his oats. Even though yeah, it's fixed. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't think even, he knows what he's doing. Right, no, 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 no. And so that's why you just want to, you know, he could be one of those that had extra. And so it's going to take a while for it to circle through his system. It usually takes right. 90 days for it to cycle through the whole system, okay, for dogs oh, and cats. Oh, wow. Yeah, the first 30 days makes a huge difference. The second 30 days are getting a lot better, and then by the end, they're, they're done. <laughs> Pretty much done, yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, and um, well, she and she, did it, girls, I've never had a girl cat before, okay. but they gain a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because you're feeding them too much. <laughs> well, he's perfect, and she is. Uh-huh. But, she see, just, but see, it's just like with uh, people. What I okay. eat to keep me fat, and what you eat to keep you either heavy or thin, whichever yeah. way you want to go, okay, could be two different things, okay? You know, all species don't eat the exact same amount. Like every right. dog eats this amount and will stay at this weight, okay? Mm-hmm. So you that's why you always give set feeding times one in the morning, one at night. Yep. You never yep. leave food out, and then yep. you, you don't use small bowls. And okay, so, yeah. the, and you keep an eye on that waistline. And so, if it's starting to look a little bit chunky in there, then what you just do is you cut back on the food. So, okay. Well, that you, makes so much more sense. You yeah. bet. Yep. You don't want to overfeed him. Now, you feeding no. dry and he canned, or what are you doing here? I'm doing Nutrisource Kitten. Okay. And then I'm doing uh, Taste of the Wild, the, the venison and the trout, and uh, Nutris, Nutrish or something, uh, turkey and chickpea. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's, I would strongly suggest Nutrisource is good. Okay, but you also want to get some grain-free canned food in here. Okay. Okay, and Nutrisource have got eight, yeah, and they've got eight new recipes with no chicken oh, in good. it. 
So yeah, I, I don't, don't get buy anything that. with chicken. Yeah, and so chickpeas. Yeah, but yo, know, yeah, chickpea is what it is. But anyway, so the thing is, is that yeah, uh, I would d- t- trash the other two. I would stay with the Nutrisource, and then like Nutrisource also has other dries, you know, to rotate through. Right. And so, um, you know, buy as small bags as you can. A lot of stores have samples. Get a mm-hmm. handful of samples and use Great. that for a while. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but do the grain-free canned food. Yeah, I would do at least one meal a day with that, preferably in the evening. Ah. Okay. And so because that will keep. Uh, yeah, that it's huge for them. Okay. Because yeah, I do what you say with the um, warm water over it. Yeah. Okay. The you want to hold on? So we got to go to break. So hold on. Okay. Okay. Don't, right. don't hang up though. Why don't grapes snore when they're sleeping? We'll be back.